Good morning, everybody, at Golf WRX and Wisdom in Golf Land. Hello, everybody. Good day, everybody. It is uh, a cool, rainy morning, but that's okay. I'm glad we waited till Monday morning mm-hmm. to talk about this one, because yesterday was a special day, not just on the on the PGA Tour, uh, but also, you know, Jason Kokrak winning his second time mm-hmm. in front of a legion of Jordan Spieth fans. Yeah. He, he was saying in the interview, he says, well, I had at least a couple of people rooting for me. Yeah. One of my buddies was in from out of town and, you know, <laughs> is, he names two people. Aww. Apart from that, nobody was rooting for me. Aww, <laughs> is, is Jordan sad. from Texas? Felt, yeah. Well, yeah, that's his hometown. Oh, okay, that's so I mean. you look at Dallas, Fort Worth, yeah. you know, it's basically like uh, the, the greater Toronto, okay. you know, it's like uh, Markham and Mississauga. Right. Right. Okay. So you're talking about a major metroplex, and uh, you know everybody in that neck of the woods is definitely rooting for Jordan. For sure, yeah. And you know, speaking of which, um, you saw because you know I can't see all of the interviews, but you noticed something really interesting about some highlights on Friday that you saw. Yeah, uh, I was watching uh, just the pregame stuff, and uh, it took uh, the camera took to Jordan Spieth while he was uh, warming up on the range. And when he was warming up, uh, he was, uh, you know, hitting his hybrids. And I noticed when he was hitting his driver, he would take a backswing and pause. First, I thought it was a takeaway waggle. But yeah. then he just looked at his backswing and his club and then swung through like it was a normal swing. Yeah, because it was almost like up at the top. Yeah, up at the top. And it was very strange. I thought that was a little weird um, in terms of thinking about what your backswing's doing rather than yeah. going to the target. Yeah, I mean, he he may have found some better quote unquote positions. Yeah, but you can see he's looking for them. Yeah, it's so distracting just even watching it, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. it, he looks very scatterbrained. Yeah, you know, it it is not very focused. Yeah, he's he's focused and determined on what he's trying to do, obviously. Yeah, and it, it looks like they're you know working according to a certain plan. Yeah. But um, one of the things I discourage my students on doing big time yeah. is please don't look at your backswing. Yeah. Um, if I was holding a nail and Moo, you were getting ready to hammer the nail yeah. <laughs> at, the, at the weight and velocity that you can do it on, yeah. and I see you follow the hammer into the backswing, yeah. deals off. Yeah, I ain't holding that nail for you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you just drop it. Right I'm away. sorry. It's, it's like I'm out of here. Yeah. You yeah. can you can hammer your own darn nail. Yeah. So, seeing you being distracted back there by some sort of position, uh, that tells me that when your eyes come back to the nail, mm-hmm. you're not sure whether or not that fits picture, yeah. your picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. In the interview this morning when I was looking, you know, getting the reports, mm-hmm. um, Jordan said, I don't know where the ball's going. That's scary. Right? Yeah. And I, that's very relatable for most people. Yeah. But for a person of that caliber. Mm-hmm. Not where you want to be. Not where you want to be at all. Yeah. So what we talk about, there's a wonderful video that you guys can go check out on YouTube, is how to match your backswing to your target. And it's pretty, it's very straightforward. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I had criticized 
uh, Jordan in the past on was the fact that he didn't feel comfortable over his ball. And we have a, a very foolproof way of getting you comfortable over the ball and how to predict what you're about to do. And so we, there's, uh, if you want to check this out on YouTube, check out Predict Solid Contact and Direction. It goes along the, those, those lines. Add my name, Sean Clement. Or um, How to Put the Ball in the Way of Your Golf Swing, Sean Clement. And... You know, you've got a specific target. And I remember when, when Jordan came out on the scene, he didn't have to think about his golf swing. I mean, yeah. that's from his junior days. And he used to talk about small target, small mistake. Mm-hmm. He's not thinking that way right now. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's something that I really don't want people to start copying. I don't want you to start getting scatterbrained and looking at your backswing. Yeah. And looking for a position that you hope fits the target yeah because we don't do positions really well as human beings on this planet Mm -hmm. and you know we're uh, talking about the i was i was you know going on an errand this morning and i was listening to in a sirius xm radio uh pg to a radio and you know michael breed was talking about how you know feel versus real Mm -hmm. and how what you think you're doing uh, doesn't exactly correlate to what you're actually doing. And that's something we see a lot in golf instruction. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we talk to a student and say, well, this is what's happening. And the student says, I don't think that's happening. And then you put them on video and they go, oh, I didn't think I was doing that. Yeah. So how are you supposed to put that together? And, you know, the bottom line is if I'm throwing a dart, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not going to be looking at, you know, my glass of beer sitting on the counter over there while I'm throwing the dart. I'm looking at the bullseye, mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm making a movement toward that bullseye, and I know that my movement matches what I'm trying to do. Whether I hit it or not, that's irrelevant. But right. I'm I'm making a very concerted attempt, and it matches. Right. So baseball pitchers, same thing. You know, archers, all that stuff. So when you're looking down at the ball we talk about how we use an intermediate point to get you going in the direction that you want the ball to go on. Yeah. So while you're, you you know, let's say you do a couple of swings down there, you're going to see the blur of the club. We have this amazing series on our premium channel called the arc blur, unstoppable momentum. There's, if you, if you just search arc blur and check out the videos that pop up and then check out unstoppable momentum, meaning, Hey, you know, if I got a sledgehammer in my hands and I'm going for that railroad tie, my eyes are on that railroad tie or that nail, that, I, and I'm going to hammer that nail into that railroad tie, um, I'm not looking at my sledgehammer in the backswing. No. I'm feeling the momentum of the sledgehammer making its way through that nail, and then I'm adjusting. If I miss the nail, my brain says, hey, that was a little bit right or a little bit left, like when I missed the bullseye. It's a little right or a little left or a little up and down. My brain makes the adjustment. I don't think about it. I make, you know, my, I react to what I just saw and my brain is making those adjustments on the fly. Right. So if you miss the nail and then you go, wait a second, uh, I got to go check what's going on back there because I think there's something defective. Yeah. And then you start looking at your hammer back there and you, then you really start losing yourself. 
And that's where, you know, Jordan says, I don't, I don't know where I was hitting it. Yeah. And I actually saw him start doing, looking at his backswing, even in a short game. Yeah, and good. certain shots around the greens were getting a little bit loose. Mm-hmm. So I think that, you know, in this process, I'm hoping mm-hmm. that he starts connecting what he's doing in his backswing. Yeah. to his little targets he used to talk about years ago when he was really firing on all cylinders. Yeah, for sure. And and so that's my hope, mm-hmm. and I want it to be on record today on saying that to me doesn't jive. It doesn't jive what I've been, you know, uh, learning from my students Yeah, and learning what I know about motor skills and how we've studied motor skills as humans on the planet Yeah, and how – we're really, we're Pinocchio without the strings. Don't try to put the strings back on Pinocchio. Yeah. So, you know, relating that, I've got my intermediate point. I see the blur of the club. If I take a practice swing above the ball, I see the blur passing over the ball and towards the intermediate point. And I'm going, hey, that fits. Yeah. You do a couple of more of those with a nice full swing and you go, hey, now I've got that, that arc mm-hmm. blur moving in the direction that I want to, yeah. I'm ready to go. And Sav, I mean, your experience with that has been, you know, uh, you've been able to, you know, progress as a player mm-hmm. very quickly. Yeah. You Just because I also think I can, like, relate my golf game to my soccer. Yeah. You know, where, like, for kicking – you're you're not looking for positions to where you want to like where you want your leg to go. You know what I mean? It's just like, okay, where do I need the ball to go? Correct. So I just kind of take my experience in other sports and apply that into golf. The same with tennis. You're not looking for a position in your backswing with tennis or anything like that. You're just focused well, on where you want to put it. We hope you're not. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. there's been a lot of tennis players that have said, "Hey, you know, I've I've put what what I've learned in golf from you." into my my tennis game and i'm i'm playing so much better Mm. i'm focusing on where i want my tennis ball to go yeah Mm. that's the only way you can do it because it's such a reaction sport there's no time to think about positions this is really important you guys because savannah has missed one penalty kick in her entire career Mm -hmm. as a soccer player you know literally she was the David Beckham of her her league when mm-hmm. she grew up, and um, it's it's something that we never had to teach her. All, all I had to show her at first was, well, where do you want to kick the ball? Yeah, and here's how you make it curve that way, and here's you know, and then yeah. and then you started teaching me after that because yeah. you put so many reps in there, mm-hmm. and to see you take a ball from midfield and have it careen into the goal. Mm-hmm. where you want it to go is unbelievably impressive. Thanks. You know, as I've been in awe as, you know, f- for you as an athlete mm-hmm. um, for a very long time. That was my favorite thing to do with, like, in soccer is working the ball, especially for free kicks, corner kicks, all that kind of stuff. Like, That's it. And then I just take that into my golf game. And I, I know how to, like, curve the ball and play different shots and, you know scramble a little bit <laughs> yeah exactly and yeah. then you, that and that filters in on the short game too because then you realize yeah. hey this this flop shot is like a fade yeah and i'm just you know cutting through the stem of that dandelion right in that direction so you have a very specific direction mm-hmm. and that's why again i you know i'll come back to this and we'll move on because i don't want to harp too much on jordan because i i 
so admire him as a human being yeah. and his ability to do what he does because mm-hmm. I, I, I couldn't do it. It's hard. It's very hard. And what he's accomplishing is unbelievably good. Yeah. And I just, I want him to succeed so bad. I want him to go on a tear and just, you know. Dominate. Dominate. Exactly. Because he has that inner fortitude. Mm -hmm. You just give him, you know, put some solid bullets in his artillery. And, and, man, that guy will really go to town. Yeah. So, um, if you don't have a direction... Uh, you know, we talk about staying centered over the ball. Mm-hmm. And you notice when I put a door frame in front of you, we do a, you know, and you, you're kind of getting a little loose with the, with the, 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 your spray pattern. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, I'll put a door frame in front and I'll say, okay, let's see you glide around that axis. And then things start to tighten up mm-hmm. and then you go through the, the arc and then you start really staying with your direction mm-hmm. and we've matched you're centering to your direction. Yeah. And then, wow, then, then you really start getting super tight with that dis- dispersion. So when we have a direction for our task, things start to fall into place beautifully. Yeah. But if you start losing your direction, and this is where for all of you who tend to come over the top, think about it this way. When you go after the golf ball, that's like splitting wood with an axe. Right, coming over the top and split straight down, versus when you're moving a ball towards a target, that's like a lumberjack cutting down a tree with his axe or her axe, and we're moving through the tree in a specific direction because you say, okay, if I need my tree to fall this way, I need to open up uh, a groove on that particular side of the tree. So you have a very specific direction to deliver the the momentum of your axe. And if you don't have that direction, well, you, you really don't, you, you, you're, you're going to get scattered. And then your, your brain doesn't know how to hold the shape of the, of the machine. Mm-hmm. And then the axis of rotation starts to, you know, spray all over the place. Yeah. And that's where you get that two-way miss, right? So there's what uh, we've observed from uh, Sir Jordan Spieth, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I, I put him up there. As far as that kind of uh, internal fortitude, and that you know, he has the heart of a champion, mm-hmm. bar none. Yeah, for sure. So, um, next on the list, we have another star mm-hmm. in our stable. Mom, mom, what did you think of it? What do you what do you think about our session we did yesterday with mom? It was really good. She's just a natural. She is, isn't she? Mm-hmm. I mean, um, you know, uh, I, I married a secret athlete. Oh yeah. Well, she was very athletic, like when she was in school. Yeah, she, she played some soccer, gymnastics, soccer. Yeah. So she's got the. She's yeah. a farm girl too. She she knows how to how to move around. Absolutely, <laughs> she's uh, she's throwing a few hay, hay bales yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she's very competitive. Oh, super competitive! <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Last year when she played around with us, it was like her first round. Gosh knows how long, and uh, I was like taking a video just just to have and she topped it on the fairway and just like she threw the biggest little temper tantrum i was like mom what the heck <laughs> it was the funniest thing ever she gets so competitive it, it was uh and we, what we did yesterday is we used you know we were able to use 
her in a wonderful video for our premium channel. Mm -hmm. We're in our third episode of why you can't repeat your practice swing when the golf ball's there. And there's, there's way more to it than people think. And, um, you know, because of her second time out, you remember when she was free flowing at first Mm. and no expectations Yeah, and she starts hammering the ball and, uh, and she's going, Oh, I really haven't lost anything. Right. (laughs) And then we get into the, the opening tournament and, uh, you know, everybody's around and, She's the new kid in town, and we have a mm-hmm. very broad membership, right? We have 36 yeah. holes, and our tee sheet is so busy. It's so from busy. 6 in the morning till 6 at night. You've yeah. nev- I've never seen a busier golf course in my life. you got to be on top of your... <laughs> they're, they're doing 450 rounds a day. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. That's incredible, isn't it? That's a lot. So, um, and the course is in great shape. Yeah, thank It's God. in great shape compared to last year. So she, so she gets in this arena and, and all of a sudden, whoop, all of a, you know, a little duff here and, and all of a sudden there's no swing left. Yeah. And I'm going, hon, where's your swing? Mm-hmm. Where'd you put it? Mm-hmm. And she goes, I don't know. I'm trying real hard. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it, through our observations and uh, we did a little bit of um, uh, a little um, overview, mm-hmm. right? And we boiled it down, and I said, okay, hon, if you will allow me, I'd love to give you a little lesson, and we're going to film this for our premium channel. And, I'm, and don't worry, we'll, we'll get her out on YouTube as well. But she says, you got to be nice to her now with the comments, okay? Don't, yeah. don't, don't, get, uh, don't get all criticizing on her comments because she won't show up again. I guarantee you that. <laughs> <laughs> She'll leave and never come back. <laughs> so we, we did this you know, awesome video where I said, okay, if, if, you know, you got to allow the arms to swing freely in the swing, you can't be hanging on to the arms. And one of the reasons why people can't repeat their practice swing is when they're doing a practice swing, there's nothing to hit and there's no direction to go to. Mm-hmm. So it's free flowing. Yeah. I mean, they open up the back swing and there comes a big whipping whistle through there and you can hear the club, you know, zinging through the air and you know oh man i wish i could just put that on the golf ball because they know Mm -hmm. when the ball is there they don't have that Mm -hmm. so then they go to the ball and what's the focus now well it's not free flowing it's be careful watch out don't go here don't go there yeah Yeah. and don't miss the ball yeah well how in the world are you supposed to repeat what you just did in your practice swing through that you cannot it's impossible so first things first, that's why we, we talk about predicting. Um, you got to know when you're making a practice swing where the club is passing, the blur of the club. If you don't know where the club is passing, how are you supposed to bring that to the ball? So if you got a machine like a lawnmower and you turn on the lawnmower and the blades turn underneath the lawnmower and you know that the grass is being cut underneath the lawnmower, and you're one row away from mowing the next row. Well, it's very easy to predict. <laughs> you just line up mm-hmm. the mower uh, according to the old row and into the new row, and then you mow that line. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to take a look at uh, grass whip training, your arm grass whip unit is working around a very specific center, your sternal notch. If you, if you twirl your arm like a big windmill, 
one with one of your arms, the shoulder socket is the center of that circle. Right. You put both hands together on your club. Well, both shoulder sockets are reunited by the sternal notch, the top of the stern, the top of the sternum. That's the imaginary point, and then the swing will be revolving around that wonderful center point, and all that's got to revolve on top of the hips. The hips are the turntable that allows this to happen. So. You know where it's passing, and the brain sees that. It says, okay, there's the ball, there's the intermediate point, and the blur is moving over both. Ah, so if, now if I can just give it a whirl, I know it's going to pass there. Now the chances of you repeat, repeating your practice swing are way better. Right. The other tidbit to put on that is club face and release, because if you're hanging on with your hands and you're trying to place it, mm-hmm. you're thinking, okay, there's the whirl, but how is that going to go toward the target? Oh, I got to be careful. And then you start tensing up and then you don't allow the weight of the club to release your anatomy. Right. So there's another, you know, so that's the second half of it. Right. So I said, "Hun, you let's get this twirl going. Get out of the way of your arm swing. So we go back to our basics, arm swing versus body turn. Take a look at that on YouTube. And then we got the, the windmill going, Right. And then we bring that to the ball and we say, okay, just allow that to swing freely that direction. Instantly, we have her back and the ball is sailing over the green. She knows she's, she's kind of bunting these seven irons 100 yards mm-hmm. and she's hitting the green okay, but then now the, the seven irons sailing over the green and it's, she's 20 yards longer. Yeah. And you guys will see, you know, you'll see on on what we did with that with that particular video, and we got it from both angles. And then the second thing is when you're hanging on to the arms and you're not allowing them, allowing them to swing, you can't swing on plane. Right. It's just, it's that simple. Mm-hmm. So then you're, you're, you're holding the arm so you get closer to the ball and you start holding your elbows to your side and then you're being really careful and you don't let it go then obviously your swing plane will get ripped out of the sky mm-hmm. and then you start hitting the ground behind the ball. You notice when she, yeah. in one of her practice swings, she hit the like a, a foot and a half behind the ball. And She's like, oh my gosh, I never do that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and it's so relatable to yeah. so many of our listeners. Yeah, because she's like, make sure you edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll hear her say that in the video. I go, nope, sorry. No, too many people can relate. Exactly. And it's, it's such an important lesson. So we start off by allowing her to twirl the club through a tee over the intermediate point. Then we put a ball in the tee and I say, there, you know, the tee's still there. Whip it through that tee over the intermediate point. That way, you know, the club's going to pass there. And off we go. We did some seven irons and some five woods. Mm -hmm. And she's rifling those five woods out there gorgeously. So it was like a 12-minute lesson that was so well put together. You guys are really going to enjoy that, you know, when we post it on Wednesday. Yeah. So, uh, very, very enjoyable day, and it's nice to have mom, you know, finally uh, fully on the team. Yeah. yeah. Now that Sav and, and Riley are, you know, fully licensed individuals, and they can well, drive themselves wherever they, I mean, obviously. I've been for a while, but Riley while. hasn't. Only because when we moved provinces, he had to restart his whole driving license oh, thing so I tell that kind of put a delay on things. you know you think you're moving to the same country but you're not <laughs> you know moving from ontario to quebec is like moving to a different country yeah it's crazy because they're hanging on to 
um, so many things they want. They want to be so different mm. here from the rest of the country. They want to be, you know, unique. And it's, it's mm-hmm. very French speaking here where we are. Yeah. 95% of, uh, of the population here is, is French speaking individual. Mm-hmm. So it's like coming to a new country and we love it. But with the red tape behind all that. Yeah. It's, it was tricky. It's kind sure. of a bear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but now that Riley is uh, fully, you know, independent, yeah. mm-hmm. then mom can start, you know, spending time on herself mm-hmm. and, uh, and uh, very, very, uh, it's very hi- highly deserved. Yeah. There was one thing um, I wanted to shout out on the podcast today. Mom had sent me a post from Troy Mullins. She's the long drive competitor. I'm sure all of you know who she is. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's something that I can relate to a lot. And so sh- I'll read her caption out. She goes, this week alone, I've had several men admit that they can't handle me, a woman hitting it past them, to which I replied, you're lucky that I didn't hit it hard then. Imagine they take that same mentality to work or any other facet of life. A woman can't be better, question mark. Get out of the way women are coming through. Be different and challenge the norm. And I just thought that was so cool and such an amazing statement for women's golf in general. Unbelievable. You know? Thanks, Troy Mullins. I just, like, I think that it's so cool that she, you know, dedicated a post to talking about that and you know, encouraging other women to, you know, being bold and being different. And it's, and, and I'm guilty because, you know, it's, it's, it's an upbringing, Mm. right? It's generations. Mm. So it's passed on from my dad and my mom to me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and in those days it was a very different ball game than it is today. Mm -hmm. And, um, and we see it with your video when we that video of gently drive the ball mm-hmm. 300 yards, which is has has over 500,000 views now. Yeah, that's, that's pretty crazy. cool. Isn't that unbelievable? That's, that's awesome. Crazy. I mean, we hit a nerve there, Sav. Oh, for sure. Right? Mm-hmm. So people are going, there's no way the old guy hit it 300 yards with that swing at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they say, there's no way she hit it that far with that swing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And go, man, just come to Quebec City for mm-hmm. a nice visit and uh, be prepared. Mm-hmm. Be prepared for some heavy-duty... Jo- we'll have to rewire that jaw of yours. Yeah. yeah. And and properly, you know, and that's what it is. We have to properly educate, or you know, the the population at large because... Mm-hmm. And it's not their fault. It's, mm-hmm. it's just... It's, a, it's something that has to be learned. Yeah, for sure. And I just, you know, seeing her post that you know, gives me confidence to, you know, also stand up for myself. Gosh um, darn tootin' Sav. You know, because sometimes, I don't know, it's, you don't want to come across as, like, that girl that, like, gets mad just because somebody criticizes her, doesn't stand right. up for herself or whatever, you know? Like, there's so much more to that. And I'm at a point where I'm like, I don't really care. No, nope. <laughs> about coming across like harsh or anything like I'm going to stand up for myself. It's there's a, a new word that I want you to embrace. It's called bold, yeah. bold, be bold, mm-hmm. boldly go mm-hmm. where you're going to go. Yeah, let's do it. Let's be bold about mm-hmm. this. And uh, just like Star Trek, boldly go to mm-hmm. where no one has ever gone before. Yeah. yeah. Right, Sav? Yeah. And that's, you know, mentally, that's where we're going. This is mm-hmm. what the trail we're blazing. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
because it's different, it's going to be criticized. Yeah, and yeah. I think if I could say anything to any men listening is um, just embrace women who can hit it as far as you or hit it further than you yep. and celebrate that instead of, you know, taking a hit to your ego. Like there's no, there's no reason for it, you know, like people are succeeding and you should be happy for anyone who's yes. succeeding. Yes. You know, and like if anything, that's just going to make you better. So like somebody else being better than you, whether it's a man or a woman, will strive. Will strive and then you'll be better. Yes. For it, you know? Like it's a revolving door. Like if I see somebody who's better than me, I'm like, yeah, I want to be like them. Yes. I'm not going to be like, "Oh, I hate you because you play better or you hit it further." I'm like, "No, that's like inspiring and I want to That's what I competition that is. Too. Yeah, that's what competition. That's what raises that's the tide that raises all ships. Like there's one example at the club. Um, we have uh, our club champion from last year. She's yep. 16 now. I believe she's turning 16 this year, I think. Mm-hmm. Just a really great player for her age and everything. And her short game was something that really stood out to me. Last year when I played with her and I was like, geez, like I got to be able to have a short game like she does. And, you know, I've I've worked at it and I've worked at it and I've worked at it. And this year we played together for the first time. I think it was last week. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> she goes at one point where we're on the back nine, almost finishing up. And she goes, wow, you haven't missed a putt um, inside of 10 feet all day. And to hear that from her, I was like, okay, yeah. I'm doing something right, you know? Yeah. And, like, that was just, like, that little moment was really rewarding because I'm like, okay, like, all that work has paid off. And, like, she inspired me to to be like that yep. you know so and hopefully you, you've inspired her to hit it longer i think she, she has gained a few yards for yep. sure but um yeah i think just in the game of golf i think the two of you in a in a scramble team format oh yeah would be amazing that'd be sick well we played we played a, an event last year together um the front nine was a certain format i think the front nine was alternate shot or something and the back nine was best ball or either or whatever yeah and uh, it was funny how we complimented each other because on the front nine, she kind of, like, carried the load a little bit. And then on the back nine, I kind of carried the load a little bit. But we ended up, like, scoring really well. It was a lot of fun. That's awesome. Yeah. So I just think, like, in the in the game, I just think in life, people need to, you know, be more supportive of each other and, you know, kind of leave the ego and jealousy at the door and just take that as, like, a learning experience or, like, a chance to... To better yourself, you know. Yeah, and yesterday, Moo, yeah. how was that uh, speech session? I mean, Moo, uh, after we did the video, uh, I mean, the range was busy, so you were able to get, you know, use my my side of of the uh, golf academy, my garage bay. Yeah, and uh, you did some speed training there. So tell us about that. Um, it was uh, it was it was good. Um, a little frustrating because I haven't done it in almost a month since we got the puppy. Yeah, <laughs> so been a little busy. It's been a little busy, um, but my speed didn't drop off too much. It, it was uh, I was consistently getting one thirty eight to one thirty nine. That's what you said. Did you post that stuff on Instagram? Yeah, I posted it on my story. Oh, awesome, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I was just trying to see where I was at, essentially baseline. Um, but moving forward, I'm trying to push it to you know, one forty five. Once I'm at that point, it's. It goes up in a so, good, good way. I think we're ready to order you a driver. A driver for, for long drive? Yeah. It, we're, it's time. I mean, I want you to be ready. 
Yeah. Because, um, you know, I think uh, entering a couple of long drive competitions is going to be amazing for you. Yeah, it's, it's hard to find something in Canada, though. Oh, yeah, right now there's nothing going on. Yeah. But I think that, you know, we're on the verge of reopening and, yeah. and we need to be ready for that. Yeah, that's true. So um, so let me let me put in a, an order for you. Okay. I can't wait for that. I'm going to be we're, number one cheerleader. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Proud girlfriend. <laughs> so we need a 48-inch shaft. Yeah. and the, We need a double X flex yeah. in 48. Yeah. And we need the lowest loft. I want to get that same head that Phil has. Yeah, it's a six inch. Six degrees. Six oh, degrees. I mean, we need. I mean, we need five. Yeah. Five. So you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, work my best uh, with uh, with JP and yeah, and uh, and get you get you something. You're ready, man. It's yeah. like I'm proud of you. That's Thank you. The the if you guys saw what Moo has been up to, and you know, I was just, I was looking at a Kyle Berkshire video yesterday, and Kyle, thank you so much for putting that stuff out. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool. You know, I mean, that's one of the benefits of. Of uh, because if it wasn't for the pandemic, yeah, uh, Kyle would be competing right now, and he wouldn't have time for this. Yeah, right. that's true. And so the fact that he's putting all this stuff out is just amazing. Yeah, you man. know, and he really deserves people to follow him because he, he's doing some really good stuff. Yeah, and the, the work that he did with Bryson. Yeah. So now you're kind of following that blueprint, and you're seeing some results. Yeah. So you know that that's pretty good validation to what to, to bring back towards them right yeah so then in the very near future we need so when we get that driver we got to do a nice video yeah guys um you know there's on our range there's a row of trees on the left hand side uh there's a warning track at 290 the row of trees starts at 300 and moo is careening the ball <laughs> on the fly into the third row of trees in that area yeah. of the woods yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Losing some balls. And and when you know and, and what are and there's a, this this path that that carves in between the trees, that is a perfect flight for you. Yeah. And when you really nut it, we're going around that black post. Yeah. And left edge of the black post, and we're drawing it down that street. That road, yeah. And that road leads to the T number seven and the practice holes of of uh, that are at the back of the range. Yeah. And I saw one just, you know, you didn't see it go. Yeah, and I saw it because I was behind you and we had, with flat light and I had my sunglasses on. Yeah. And I, I, t- I lost my jaw. I, I needed mm-hmm. to rewire my, draw, my jaw on that one. <laughs> and it, it would just split that cart path yeah. perfectly. And I saw that bounce. And it was like, it, the, 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 what am I, what you call it? The, Smash factor on the bounce yeah. Yeah. must have been 1.5. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Just yeah. the smash factor on it. Yeah. I mean, it leaped up over the trees. Yeah. And I'm going, that's just the most spectacular drive I've ever seen in my life. I mean, yeah. you truly, you're making me dream. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm having. But honestly, like some of the shots that he hits, I'm like, how do you do that? I know. Like, and I he's hitting the same that. irons as Kyle, you know, it's, yeah. it's, and it, you're the same numbers. Yeah. You know, the, 250 to 260 four irons and and uh you know five irons at 240 and six irons at 230 yeah it's yeah. just it's, it's kind of cool like watching him when he plays on a course and then like he's putting out his irons his numbers i don't have the same wedges that he does um in terms of um, the yardages he has because it helps uh, for him i think right he's got like a 54 degree and like 
64 as well too. Something. He's got a 64 in there. Yeah, I think, okay, I believe so. That's that's an, that's also on the list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so yeah. funny though. Like sometimes it's like a 190 shot, and you hit hit one, and I go, "What'd you hit?" Oh, a nine iron. It's like a 199 iron. I was like, oh my god, five iron. That's dependent on the conditions on the day, too, right? So, like, if it's a cooler day, I'll probably have to club it's a up. smooth six for me. <laughs> <laughs> what Moo Mo, Mo last year was was on par with my irons, uh-huh. yeah. You know, yeah, so that, what I about didn't last long? That, <laughs> <laughs> It's like trampoline. Trampoline passed me three, a, a solid three clubs yeah. longer than me now. Yeah, I've never, I've ne- you know, I've always been used to being the longest guy in my group. Right. Yeah. You know, through junior golf, and and it's very rare I I, I get you know with somebody who hits it longer than I do. But this is like ridiculous. Mm-hmm. This is like putting me right in my place. Then <laughs> <laughs> and, and Sav's breathing down my neck. I mean. I, <laughs> She's like five yards behind me. It's her fault. You created monsters. Yeah. I just created two big monsters. <laughs> Holy crap. That's yeah. too much fun, you guys. So yeah. I hope uh, I hope all of you enjoyed this uh, wonderful episode. And uh, we can't wait to come back to you next week with some, uh, some other guests. And, um, you know, we're going to wake up Reese right now who's lying on Sav's lap and and go take uh, Bowie outside, and she's been really good. Yeah, yeah. she's she's, she's been not doing she's not yelping out of that out of no, her, her crate. She's maturing nice. Yeah, the crate training has gone superb. You know, like during the daytime, if we put her in, she knows it's daytime and it's not like mm. it's not nighttime for sleep. So she like she'll whimper for like a couple minutes and then she'll fall asleep. But um, at night, no, she's great at night. We were, we were actually getting full nights of sleep now. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. She slept till, what, 6 this morning? Yeah. It's, uh, right. it's gone pretty good so far. I'm really happy that she's, you know, getting accustomed to, to the crate. She's she's really, really cute, but she crazy sometimes. Oh, man. She's nuts. The, yeah. the, the puppy nipping and the puppy biting is definitely still yeah. thriving. So we've been working on that a lot. How long is that going to ha- last, do you think? I don't know. What do they say? Well, you know, with the course that we're following, we're following a course from um, a gentleman in England. He he um, is the founder of Fenrir Canine Training. Fen what? Fenrir. Fenrir? Yeah, F-E-N-R-I-R. Yes. And um, we're following his perfect puppy course. Mm. So it's like a, a year-long thing. And, um, you know, his whole philosophy is about being calm, consistent leaders. And when you do that, you know, you see results a lot faster. But with puppy biting and puppy nipping, it can test your patience a little bit more. Yeah, so he says that one takes a while to um, discipline over time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to be, you know, a few months till she realizes that mm-hmm. biting is a, is a no-no. Right. Yeah. yeah, so she's still very young. I, um, I have faith in her. She's a resilient little little puppy, so. Yeah, we'll, she's smart. Yeah, she's very smart. We've got her sit, stay, down, heel. She yeah. walks on a leash like a dream. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's incredible, yeah, you guys. She's a smarty pants. We've been working hard with her. That's awesome. Yeah. Man, that's good. So yeah. that's, that is, did you hear the words Savannah spoke? And we'll finish on this. Calm. Mm-hmm. Confident. And consistent. And consistent. So consistently calm. Yes. Yeah. That's how you need to play golf, people. Yeah. 
And when I told you that the other day, you're like, that's golf. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're right. That is golf. <laughs> yeah. So puppy training and golf training. Uh, who knew? Who knew? <laughs> who knew? Have a great week, you guys. All the best. Take care. Bye.